Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. Our liturgies, Mass, should really reflect what's happening in real life. Church, building, and liturgy shouldn't be just an escape from problems and worldly concerns, that it needs to speak to it. And so a Sunday like this really demands that I chuck the homily that I have prepared and just walk with you and grieve with you, but console you and and look for hope. We all went to bed last Saturday and we all heard of about a mass shooting in California. And then this week on Saturday, we heard another one from El Paso. And we thought, wow, okay. And then this morning we wake up and we see more people are killed in Dayton. So according to statistics that are being taken for our country this year alone, just barely in early August, 251 mass shootings. I really don't want to be here today to talk to you. I really just kind of want to, because I'm upset to my stomach. Uh, it's just really, you know, hurtful. It's just grieving. It's just, just, you know, just awful. I'd rather be home and just kind of reflect on it and be by myself. But you know what? I think we all need to journey this together. And so today I'm just speaking from the, gu- uh, the gut. So it's not prepared So if you get upset at something, that's okay. I'm not going to get mad at you. You shouldn't get mad at me either, okay? We just have to trust that the Spirit's going to kind of guide us, and people were real responsive at eight, but we'll just see, you know, where we go from here. Um, I think today is not about teaching you my politics or putting blame. We know there's a lot of that to go around. But I think we need to remember that the Holy Spirit really gives us the gift of being bold. And times like this is for Christians to remember their baptism. That's why many churches, including ours, have a way that where they place the baptistry at the entrance of our sanctuary. And it's a reminder when we bless ourselves at that font is that there's a boldness to being from the Holy Spirit. That helps us to go beyond what we think we can do. And so it is our time to, yes, begin to pray. But to really ask the Holy Spirit for boldness for ourselves. To set a tone for our leaders. Because what I know about leaders is they get their finger and they put it up in the wind. And if there's enough people being upset or demanding something, they'll do it. Want a tax cut? Yep, they want it. And you get it. You want violence to stop and and try to work on it? There's not enough win. Because we've become so numb to this. A lot of you go to Las Vegas. I see you there. Okay? (laughs) But you go to a place where the mass murder, the highest numbers in this country ever, but they cleaned it up well. And most of us have not even thought about Las Vegas. When you fly in there, you're not thinking mass killing. You're thinking, oh, fun. Because 
You've put it away. Because our leaders have said, you're numb. Why do anything? And so I think a lot of times people are afraid to come to the table, to lay things on the table to discuss. I think we've lost the art of convincing people because people are already making decisions of, one, who to blame, who's to cause. There's no way you're taking away my guns because that's what they're going to talk about. Or we need to take every gun away because this is horrible. And we're stuck there because we've lost the art of convincing. I don't know about you, but don't ever be a priest. Don't. Because priests fail every day and every Sunday. My role is to convince you to think like God, to speak on behalf of God from scriptures and what our tradition teaches, and every week people go, I don't know if that's right. That doesn't sound, that's not what I was taught. You know what, I think it's time to leave the parish because it seems to be the same boring message, or we just disagree. And today I'm going to fail again. But at least there are people who are willing to listen and to be convinced. So I don't know what the Spirit wants from us. And our parish, I have on my staff a number of staff people called the Pastor's Advisory. And we meet once every two weeks to talk about a lot of things, what we can do better in the parish. They give me advice, but also they're very dynamic and, and very well thought through, and they do a great job. So I'm going to call them together because one of the things we said is St. Patrick's does so many things already that some of us are getting burned out. We're, our fingers are in a lot of things that are happening. You have to try really hard not to be involved in St. Patrick's. In fact, it takes more effort to sit there than do nothing than not being involved. We help in many areas. And you can talk to people who are not of the Catholic faith, who are out in the valley or the state. They know. And they know which parishioners are there doing great things. And so our thought was, let's just kind of not take on new things because there's a lot going on, and when you do too many things, you can't do many things right or well. But life throws us a curve. I think we need to talk about this. What can St. Patrick's do? What, but better yet, what does the Holy Spirit in the boldness call us to do in the community? Here's what I love about St. Patrick's. You, of any other parish in the diocese, are the movers and shakers in this place are people who can affect law. You are people who can have access to people who create policy. You are people who know people and you network well. More than any other parish in this entire diocese. I put you up anywhere. And why do you think we do social justice? Just so that you feel good helping poor people? No. Because you are the ones that can change systems and mindsets and policies if you desire to do that. You are the most powerful people of any parish in the Diocese of Phoenix, and that's why we use you to be social justice, because that's part of scriptures and our tradition, 
of over a hundred years of every pope speaking about how do we help people who are victims of systems and of policies that hurt people. And so people are dying. And Scottsdale, I need to tell you, you are not immune to violence. Your money, your gates, your feeling of safety is not protecting you. Because every day there are communities that wake up and say, we've never had this happen before. So, what voice, what encouragement can we give to our leaders to at least come to the table to talk? And yeah, we have to lay down some sacrifices. We have to really look. Now, all I can tell you is that a real tall man came after the 8 o'clock Mass. I've known him. He's part of our parish. And he goes, Father, I'm a gun owner. I'm proud of it. But you convicted me today. Something needs to happen. And I said, hey, I'm a native Arizonan. I hunt and fish. I also have gun. That's part of growing up in Arizona. That's who I am. But it's not about just taking guns away, or it's not just about making everyone keep guns. There are many factors that go into this, but what is the Spirit calling us to do? St. Paul tells us in today's second reading, baptized people, don't be complacent in your baptism. Don't come to God asking for something, because God has already given you the greatest gift, the gift of Jesus Christ. And that's what we need. But what he's trying to tell us that our wealth and possessions are not bad, but when they're used never to serve people. The intent of Ecclesiastes is saying, you can find happiness in your material goods, but if it's not in concert with God's intention that we use our gifts, our resources to serve others, then it is not a response of faith. That's why Luke tells the story of a greedy person. Because it's all about them, and they become indifferent to suffering. And we as a country have become indifferent. And we move on. I don't know if we'll remember El Paso or Dayton. I don't know. In a couple of weeks, we just move on with life, and our leaders trust that we won't care. They count on you not caring. I don't have the answer. I'm not pretending to. But I think you and I, by a minimum, can ask our leaders to at least come to a table to discuss. It's a big problem. There are many things. When hatred is part of it, People playing video games that you kill people, and we think, oh, it's fun. Or how do I get my kid to get out of there playing video games of killing people? And yet, the greatest pro-life issue is right now. We don't care about life. We're indifferent. And I think that's where the Holy Spirit is leading us to. So I'm going to be meeting with my staff. And I've already had some parishioners say, we'll be praying for you, but whatever you come up with, we want to do something. There are leaders 
in this state who come to this parish. I think we need to talk to them. I think you have access to national leaders. That's the kind of people you are. You are movers and shakers. Nothing gets past you if you don't want it to. Prayer leads to action. Something. Because you never know what God can do. I have great faith in this nation. Because I know the history. I love history. And I read a lot of history. And what I know about this nation is this. That we have a long history that when people come together and just come to the table to talk and seek solutions together, amazing things happen. That's our history. That's who we are. But there's an unwillingness to do that now. But we as Christians can be bold. These times call for the boldness of the Holy Spirit. And all of you who are baptized, be bold, speak truth, convince, seek together. Thank you for listening. And today, I'm just going to ask you to sit there for a few minutes. We're in God's house. Let's speak to God because right now, I'm not a little too happy with God right now, huh? I'm not. Not that he's the fault or not. It just, I just feel sick. I grieve. There are 29 people who lost their lives doing what we do every day. Do we care? Do we want to care? Or are we numb or indifferent? Don't discount what you can do. You are the movers and shakers. There's no other parish like you in this entire diocese. I know, I've been your pastor for 24 years, and I know what you do already and what you're capable of doing. Otherwise, I wouldn't trust you. I wouldn't ask you. I wouldn't encourage you to be bold. I just don't know if you see that in yourselves. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 